Hello and welcome to In Conversation With, a podcast from The Lancet Neurology. It's July 2021 and I'm Stephanie Becker. This month, I'm delighted to be joined by Dr. Irina Cortese, Head of Experimental Immunotherapeutics Unit at the National Institute of Neurological Disorders and Stroke, whose new research on BK virus-specific T-cells for immunotherapy of progressive multifocal leukoencephalopathy is published in our issue this month. It's great to have you with us today. Could you just start off by explaining a bit about the patients in your study? Thank you. So first of all, thank you for having me. And yes, uh, the patients enrolled in our study all had a definite progressive multifocal leukoencephalopathy or PML as defined by the AAN consensus diagnostic criteria. And just as a reminder, PML is an infection of the central nervous system caused by the JC virus. And this represents a pretty rare complication that can occur in people with severe and prolonged impairment of the cellular immunity. The virus itself is ubiquitous. Between 50 and 80% of the adult population is infected with the JC virus. But a competent immune system can effectively control viral replication, even if not actually clearing infection. And this typically leads to lifelong latent infection. So unfortunately, there are no antiviral therapies for JC virus or PML and no validated therapies generally other than reversal of the underlying immune suppressed state. And so when this isn't possible, the disease is typically fatal within a few months. So other than a diagnosis of PML, in order to be eligible to participate in our study, patients had to have an immune suppressed state that was not readily reversible. And so for this reason, we excluded specifically patients with HIV-related PML and also patients with PML that was related to treatment with natalizumab. Additionally, in order to receive treatment, patients needed to have documented actively progressing PML up until the time of receiving um, treatment. That's great. So are there any particular challenges in the design and implementation of clinical trials in patients with PML? Yes, there are actually. And in fact, there have been very few clinical trials for PML, largely for these reasons. First of all, PML is a rare disorder, um, even in among patients who might be susceptible due to impaired cellular immunity. And secondly, the patient populations that are susceptible are quite heterogeneous, and this really does complicate uh, clinical trial design related to different underlying reason for impaired cellular immunity. So patients range from people with HIV AIDS or uh, history of treated hematological malignancy, uh, primary immunodeficiencies, or patients with autoimmune disease treated with immune suppressive therapies. So these patients can be really quite different and also have different expectation of survival from PML. PML is also most commonly rapidly progressive with um, uh, accumulation of, of significant physical disability, which can make study retention challenging because of difficulty in traveling to a study site or cooperating with study procedures. And this is actually a big challenge that we found in our own study. And this highlights uh, probably the desirability of uh, developing decentralized study outcomes and also the development of surrogate outcomes that might shorten trial duration, uh, but none have yet been validated for this disease. Another aspect which is important is the 
high and relatively, you know, rapid course of the disease with high mortality, which reduces acceptability and willingness on part of participants to participate in in clinical trials and certainly in placebo-controlled studies, uh, which also represents a challenge. So I'll mention that, you know, these are many of the issues that in our group, at least, we are exploring quite actively, also in collaboration with regulatory agencies, to uh, try to identify a trial design that might be actually feasible and also acceptable to patients and to investigators alike, and might hopefully facilitate drug development in the future. So could you give us a bit of background to the approach that you've used in your study? Yes, sure. Virus infections in the setting of hematopoietic transplantation can be a really important cause of morbidity and mortality. And this led um, some decades ago to the development of adoptive transfer of virus-specific T-cells as an attractive way to rapidly reconstitute antiviral immunity following transplantation without causing graft-versus-host disease. And the first treatments using this approach were uh, targeting cytomegalovirus. Among the common post-transplantation pathogens is the BK virus, which is a human polyomavirus that can cause hemorrhagic cystitis and nephropathy and significant morbidity. And in our institution, methodology was developed and applied to develop a multivirus-specific cell product for prevention of infections in the post-transplant setting. And the BK virus was among the viruses targeted in this cell product. And this study was actually carried out by the senior author on our paper, Pavel Muransky. So since human polyomaviruses have conserved and very close homology in several immunodominant proteins, and specifically VP1 and LT, this led us to ask whether we could actually use the already established methodology and products that we had learned to make against BK-specific viruses to treat PML. At the time that our study began, there was just a single case report of treatment of PML with virus-specific T cells that were generated against the JC virus from an allogeneic transplant donor. So this was uh, really a novel approach at the time uh, for trying to treat PML. Since our study began, uh, there have been other groups that have applied this technology, and I believe a total of some a dozen or so patients have been reported uh, using various approaches, including third-party banked BK virus-specific T-cells, ex vivo expanded autologous and allogeneic uh, T-cells, and also a single report that is uh, looking at uh, use of unexpanded JCV reactive T-cells isolated via cytokine capture strategies. Our pilot study is, uh, at least to date, the largest and the only prospective study of virus-specific T-cells in PML. That's really interesting. Thank you for that. Are there any other approaches to treating this population? So, unfortunately, there are no antiviral therapies um, available, and survival in PML really depends on being able to restore antiviral immunity quickly enough to control the infection and the disease course. 
So the mainstays of treatment are really to try to correct the underlying immune suppression if possible. For example, discontinuing any ongoing treatment with immune suppressive therapies or discontinuing natalizumab or initiating treatment with antiviral, uh, antiretroviral therapy for uh, people with HIV infection. But when there is no possibility to reverse the underlying immune dysfunction, then approaches that have been taken are ones to uh, try to facilitate immune reconstitution in some other way. So using approaches like checkpoint inhibitors or uh, treatment with cytokines to expand lymphocyte populations. None of these treatments have been validated, and it's you know still pretty unclear which patients uh, might benefit and to what extent. So treatment approaches are, in general, quite limited at this point. So what is next? What does the future hold in the field? Yeah, so we feel that our data, and certainly together with the experience from other groups that is growing, provide clear support for further development of virus-specific T-cells for the treatment of PML. And uh, we and others have also observed an excellent safety profile that supports this. So we certainly hope to see this treatment carried further in larger confirmatory clinical trials, although recognizing that uh, a trial like that will uh, certainly be challenging. I think that There are certainly areas to try to optimize the virus-specific T-cell product itself, including a need to optimize donor selection or optimization of the cell product manufacturer itself in ways to shorten manufacture time and broaden accessibility, and certainly the exploration of how best to optimize um, perhaps use of virus-specific T-cell banks with also on-demand tailored products. So we think that this is going to be an exciting time for PML in the further development of this uh, treatment approach. Great. Well, thank you very much for joining me today to talk about your paper. You can read Dr. Cortese's research online now at thelancet.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of In Conversation With. Remember, you can subscribe to In Conversation With The Lancet Neurology wherever you usually get your podcasts. 